Dan Bongino. All the Sanders supporters love throwing bombs at me, and I throw them right back. I'm not here to pull any punches, right? The Dan Bongino Show. This is the great irony of conservatism. Even liberals win under conservatism. Get ready to hear the truth about America. Are you suggesting you're that stupid that other people can run your lives better than you can, even though the cost and quality of what they buy, quote, for you doesn't even matter to them? On a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. All right, welcome to the Renegade Republican with Dan Bongino. Producer Joe, how are you today? Doing good, babe. Another busy, unbelievably stacked news day. So uh, let's get right to it. You know what? Hold on one second. A little time out. I need a little favor from the listening audience. I got a really active, vibrant kind of uh, CrossFit Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu military cop law enforcement <laughs> audience out there. <laughs> so I've been getting back into Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in a local uh, Gracie school I've been attending. And uh, slowly, though, because you know my history with my joints, I have really severe arthritis from getting arm barred and choked out and knee barred. Mm. And I just had the stem cell thing done. So my cartilage is finally like regrowing and I'm starting to feel a little bit better. And... I just, a little bit of advice if I could. Can I crowdsource you for a second, folks? You mind, Joe? You think they'll mind, <laughs> folks? I'm just looking for a quick answer. For those of you who are, say, in your 50s or late 40s or 60s or something, and you're still doing the Brazilian jiu-jitsu, and you may have come up with a little bit of arthritis, do you feel like if you're rolling around and you you know, you know keep it relatively sane and you're not looking to get in the UFC that you know, you're okay? Because what I don't want to do is I don't want to blow out my arm again. I mean, I'm really, hmm. I really love jujitsu, the mixed martial arts, but I don't want to, you know, I don't want to wind up paralyzing myself again. I used to go hard, but I'm, I'm going to go, I'm bringing my 13 year old daughter. So how do you feel about it? If you're in your fifties or sixties, should I, should I, or should I not? Daniel at Bongino.com's email. Thanks for all the great emails, by the way. I appreciate it. All right. So yesterday, Joe and I said we would get to this clip of uh, the London mayor, Sadiq Khan. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get to the Comey thing, I promise. But I think this is important because I got a lot of emails about the London mayor after the horrible attacks. And again, our sympathies are obviously and prayers. I mean that I, I, I never liked them. People say, oh, I'll pray for you. And they don't do it. If you do it, do it. Um, if you say that, do it. But uh I, I I understand you get that. Our sympathies are with the people of London who are who were definitely under attack. Mm-hmm. But. I don't think the London mayor gets it. And there was a dispute over what he meant by when he said, don't be alarmed. Was he talking about don't be alarmed by the police presence or I read the quote yesterday. Was it don't be alarmed in general? Now, I got to take the man at his word that he said, don't be alarmed and meant don't be alarmed by the police presence. But folks, Hmm. either way, I have a real problem with the way he's handled this entire uh, infiltration by jihadis into London and, and the UK in general. I feel that the, the ideology he subscribes to is literally putting people in the United Kingdom in danger. I, I don't say that lightly. And my fear is that if we don't wake up to the threat in front of us, we are going to see an accumulation of body bags in the future because people aren't willing to do what needs to be done to win this war. I've said it to you. I've repeated it over and over again. We need to start, start shaking trees in the, uh, in, in, the, in the Muslim community. Shaking trees meaning developing sources. Of course, not all Muslims are involved. We get that yeah. in terrorism. But everybody understands that. Mm-hmm. No one in, who's Muslim has to apologize for the actions of a couple idiots. But... That's where the idiots are, sadly. They are in and trying to hide amongst a lot of peaceful Muslims who don't want this nonsense. So we need to develop sources. And secondly, we need to radically overhaul our physical surveillance capabilities. Now, 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 now. Here's why I'm going to play this clip, right? This clip 
is Sadiq Khan talking to Piers Morgan. Uh, and P- I've interviewed on this show, actually. It's Good Morning Britain. It's like the Good Morning America of Britain. Henceforth, Good Morning Britain. <laughs> and on this, Piers Morgan's concern as to why there are supposedly 400 jihadis roaming around Britain that are not being surveilled at all. Folks, what I just told you the other day, you would be astonished to figure out how few people are being physically watched by the U.S. government who are suspected of being terrorists. You would be stunned, but they have the same problem in Britain. Joe, play the clip. How are we letting them back in without knowing exactly where they are and what they're up to? Because out of all the thousands of people that we're concerned about, surely those who've actually gone to fight are the biggest risk. Well, that's one of the reasons why it doesn't make sense for the government to be cutting resources but from where those... where are they? You're well, the mayor of this hold, capital respect, city. Where are second. they? I can't follow 400 people. What I can do is make sure... Why, why policies Because we can, what we can do, though, is make sure we've got the resources for the police and the experts well, to follow those people. Why can't you instruct the police? Why can't you call Cressida Dick right now well, and say every one of those people who's come why. back from a war zone who's in London, I why. want them followed? Let me see why. Because the Met Police budget, roughly speaking, 15% to 20% is funded by me, the mayor. The rest comes from central government. If the Met Police budget is being shrunk and reduced, they've got to prioritise and use their resources in a sensible, savvy way. What could be a bigger priority than people coming back from a Syrian battlefield with intent to harm British citizens? Why is it not the number one priority? Why are these people just allowed to come back in in the first place and then the London mayor doesn't appear to have a clue where any of them are? I mean, no disrespect to you, but where are they? All right. Did you hear it, folks? Do you hear what I'm talking about? This is why I'm worried about allowing people who subscribe to a far left ideology to not allowing they're voted in properly, but why not calling these people out and confronting them? They're contributing to the dangerous situation we have. Do you see this guy's concerns? You hear the clip there that he there's 400 jihadis roaming around the UK right now, probably looking for their next target. No one's surveilling them. And he's like, oh, well, we, I can't watch 400 people. No, you can. <laughs> you don't want to. And what does he bring up? He brings up, oddly enough, and this is the whole problem with liberals and terrorism, he brings up amazingly budget problems well maybe if we weren't doing obama phones and 40 million people on food stamps some of who need it some of who clearly do not millions more on disability some of who need it some who do not we weren't wasting money on on infrastructure projects states could be doing maybe we would have the money to stop terrorists ladies and gentlemen has that ever occurred to you liberals when they say things like We don't have enough prison space. We don't have enough people to surveil them. That's a choice, ladies and gentlemen. That is not a statement of fact they made. That is a statement of choice. Liberals are choosing to spend money on a welfare state to keep people married to entitlement programs so they vote Democrat rather than taking the money and applying that money towards actually keeping people alive. Yep. This is a choice. Do not allow liberals an ounce of wiggle room on this. We have made a choice. We do have the money. In the United States, we have nearly $3.5 trillion, if not more at times, potentially coming shortly down the road in tax revenue. We have more than enough money to support a military and a really vibrant law enforcement infrastructure that can watch the bad guys. We choose not to. We choose not to because weak Republican rhino sellouts and Democrats with no guts at all who are married to the the deep state, the deep state bureaucracy entitlement programs refuse to spend the money on things that actually work. And that's Sadiq Khan quote, 
sums up entirely, is a microcosm of the big, larger problem we have with liberals. They don't take terrorism seriously, so they don't prioritize it, and they act like it's nothing. Piers Morgan, why aren't we watching 400 people? I can't watch 400 people. No, you can. (laughs) You can. You just choose not to. That's the liberal ideology summed up. Okay, moving on. Hey, by the way, today's show brought to you by our buddies at My Patriot Supply. Hey, I have a new website here so for My Patriot Supply, so I appreciate these guys. The orders at Patriot Supply, by the way, have been fantastic. I never fake the funk on this stuff, folks. <laughs> when uh, when sponsors do well, I'm, I'm really happy to celebrate. People really like the product. They, sell, they will sell you a month's supply of emergency food. Now, you may say to yourself, you know, logically, so why would I need emergency food? Folks, did you see the North Korean statement in Drudge today? Hey, we're thinking about turning the lights out, right? Turning the lights out, referring probably to an EMP attack. They detonate a nuke in the atmosphere. All of a sudden, we got a whole world of problems. Folks, I know these things sound unlikely, but so did Hurricane Katrina. Better off to have a month's supply. A month's supply. You don't have to have 50 years of emergency food. Get a month's supply of emergency food. Get it for $99. Comes in a slim plastic case. You slide it in your closet. It's a military-grade plastic case. It's my, made of mylar. You stick it in the closet. It's good to go. It's good for 25 years. All you need is water. Here's the website. Go pick it up. It's just 99 bucks. That's it. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Preparewithdan.com. That's preparewithdan.com. Check it out. $99. Pick up your month's supply of emergency food. Remember, better to have it and not need it than to need it and not have it. We used to say that in the Secret Service all the time. Preparewithdan.com. Okay. The Comey hearings yesterday. Huge, huge takeaways from the Comey hearings yesterday. I'm going to go through these one by one by one. Now, I want to give credit where credit is due to some politicians that I thought did a good job. You know, I've had some issues with uh, Rubio. I I generally like Rubio. I know um, I'm not crazy about his immigration policy, but I I, I generally like him. I'll be frank with you. He's never given me the time of day when I was running for office, never endorse. Hold on. I'm going to drink some coffee here. Oh, Oh, thank you. I usually don't drink coffee during the show, but I'm doing the show a little earlier today as my daughter's. My youngest daughter's graduating from uh, like preschool. <laughs> yeah, they graduate from preschool, so I'm a little excited. But Rubio did a good job yesterday during the hearings, a great job. And, uh, you know, I generally think he's a stand up guy. And uh, Gomert, Louis Gomert, was on Fox and Friends this morning and did a, a, a just as good, if not better, job. And they, and they both focused on one component of yesterday's testimony, which I thought was absolutely mind blowing. Now, if you believe the Trump Russia conspiracy theory fairy tale after yesterday, you're just you're, you're seriously you have <laughs> some intellectual deficit. You're going to have to have handled. See a psychologist, a psychiatrist, go get seek help or you're a liberal. In that case, you're beyond help anyway. But those are the only two conditions for still believing in the Trump Russia conspiracy theory after yesterday's absolutely damning hearing where the only thing that came out was that Hillary Clinton and Loretta Lynch tried to infil- um, tried to infiltrate the election process. We don't know so much about Trump and his collusion with the Russians other than it didn't happen. Okay, (laughs) so Rubio asked the question that don't you find it a little bit odd, basically, that all of these things leaked out uh, that were untrue. But the only thing that never leaked out was the actual truth, which is Trump was never under investigation. Listen to me, liberals. Listen, libs. Take, please, get the cotton out of your ears for a moment. Stick it in your mouth and listen up. Try to listen to what the FBI director now, Dianne Feinstein, everyone else who's a Democrat, by the way, senator from California, and everyone else with credibility has been trying to tell you from day one. 
Trump is not under investigation, and there is still zero evidence of your Trump-Russia fairy tale, you dopes. When are you going to wake up to this? My gosh. And by the way, as I covered in yesterday's show, while you imbeciles continue to focus on the Trump-Russia conspiracy theory, we're actually getting stuff done right (laughs) under your nose. It's glorious. Judicial appointments are happening. I got a few things that happened yesterday. You probably didn't even know about it. The Labor Department. Why? Because you guys and ladies are wasting your time and America's time on the lie that Trump is under investigation with the Russians, despite the fact that everyone with credibility, including Jim Comey acknowledged yesterday Trump is not under investigation. You're just making this up. And as I tweeted this morning, when are the Democrats going to be held to account for lying about this forever? I have a list of people who have salon.com, Nira mm-hmm. Tandon. The list sadly goes on and on and on. Where is this thing here? The list goes on and on and on of people who said that Trump was under investigation when they were just lying. Here it is. It's an article by Dan McLaughlin. Neera Tanden, president of the Center for American Progress, a far left think tank on March 20th. The FBI is investigating a sitting president. Been a long time since that happened. You're just lying. The New York Times, March 20th headline. FBI is investigating Trump's Russia ties. Comey confirms. The lie, a false story. Comey confirmed the opposite yesterday. Trump is not under investigation. The Times again. Mr. Comey placed a criminal investigation at the doorstep of the White House and said officers would pursue it no matter how long it takes. That's just a lie. It's not true. Russell Berman in The Atlantic, March 20th headline. It's official. The FBI is investigating Trump's links to Russia. Not true. Shall we go on? Jack Moore in GQ. GQ. That gentleman's quarter GQ. What is this idiot? Right. James Comey confirms the FBI is investigating Trump's Russia connections. Totally not true. This is just made up. A blogger at the Daily Coast. Let's not mince words. Trump and cohort under criminal FBI criminal investigation. Folks, as Rubio brought up yesterday, don't you find it odd that as all of these headlines were breaking? They were all false. We've now absolutely confirmed they were all false. Comey said yesterday under oath in the hearing, Trump is not under investigation. And yet nobody's retracting these headlines. And Rubio brought up, why, why, why is that the only thing that didn't leak? So the so fake news leaked, the fake news being Trump is under investigation, which is patently false. But the truth never leaked out. Don't you find that a little odd? Does that not speak to you of the power of the deep state bureaucracy I addressed yesterday and their willingness to take a sitting president down? Make no mistake, ladies and gentlemen, you are watching the live time political assassination of a president. Make no mistake about it. You are watching a political hit squad go out there from the deep state and lie and manipulate and use the hacks in the mainstream media and the non-mainstream media like GQ, The Atlantic, Salon.com, and these liberal psychopaths lie, knowingly lie about a sitting president being under investigation when it was patently false. And you know what, folks? They will never, ever have to correct themselves. Mm-hmm. So it was a great point by Rubio. Point was just how come the truth never leaked out? Everything else leaked. How come the truth never leaked out that Trump wasn't under investigation? Comey knew it the whole time. Comey, by the way, I I could not be more upset at Jim Comey. And uh, Louis Gomer, just to follow up on what I said before, Gomer was on Fox and Friends this morning, basically said the same thing. He said it was a great soundbite. 
which I would have thought of it myself. He said, you know, it's amazing. The only thing that didn't leak out was the truth mm. that Trump wasn't under investigation. Yeah. <sighs> Folks, you know, I wrote a piece at Conservative Review. I, if you go to conservativereview.com, uh, check it out. It's You got to scroll down through the article. It's also on my Twitter feed. It's on my Facebook if you want to just make it easier for you. Um, I wrote a piece called Things I Learned from Liberals. And I, I mean this, and I say this, you know, it's a little bit emotional for me because liberals have made me a worse person, not a better person. I regret that. You know, for those of you listening to the show, you know, I'm, I'm very proud to be a practicing Christian. I'm, I'm a sinner. I, some guys don't like when I say that. I get an email about it, but it's true. I, you know, I'm, we're all failed human beings. We strive to be better people thanks to that righteous path, you know, Christ has laid out for us. And I try. But I can tell you right now, liberals have made me a worse person. And in the article, which is entitled Things I Learned from Liberals, um, one of the things was boycotts work. Second point was mockery works. And the third part is that everything's political. And I leave the piece by saying the gist of it is that none of this has made me any better. Learning how to mock people on the left. It hasn't. I'm not proud of that. Learning how to boycott companies. That's not that, that I'm not proud of that. You know, learning that everything's political. I say, hey, you blink for a minute. We found out that men in the women's room is now a thing with the left. You know, 20 years ago, you would have been laughed out of polite conversation for saying that. Yeah. You may well, not arrested. <laughs> you know, from your men in the women's room, you can't go in there. Everything's political to them. This has made me a worse person. But it's made me a worse person because I see no other alternative than how to fight these people. I, I don't we we can't. We can't just sit back and be martyred here, folks, because our kids will then be subjected to the same perverse liberal ideology. Do you understand what I'm saying? In other words, if we let the left boycott our companies without fighting back with boycotts of our own now, even though they're stupid, I'm telling you, they're stupid ideas. It's a waste of economic resources. If we don't do it, you're not going to have a conservative media ecosystem for your kids to get real facts and real news and get away from the hacks at ABC and NBC and CBS and all these other companies have no idea what they're talking about. You know, if we let them mock us relentlessly and own the quote narrative and we don't fight back, even though it's not the right thing to do in the short run, we're the, the whole narrative is going to be dominated by the left and no one's ever going to get the truth. You know, if we don't understand everything's political, like I write in a piece at one point, many of you may be saying, you know, well, can't we just go to the movies and be left alone? No, no. Listen to me, L folks, the listeners to this show, listen to me clearly. No, you can't. Not if you want to be in this fight. I'm sorry. You can't. You can't say to your kids, oh, we're just going to have a good time and go see this kiddie movie when you know that kiddie movie has some kind of narrative leftist agenda. It's there. What do you think? It's a conspiracy theory. They do it. They build these themes into these movies, hoping you're going to say, oh, it's just a kid's movie. And then we play along. Are you in the fight or not? I'm not saying every second of your life has to be dominated by it. I get it. We do prioritize things, but make no mistake, every second of their lives is dominated by it. Yeah. You have to get in the fight. I bring that up in relationship to this because now it is it is 100% accurate to say that the left was lying about the fact that Trump was under investigation. We know it. Comey said it under oath. I don't know what else you need to hear other than a former FBI director who oversaw this investigation swearing under oath literally on global television. This thing was broadcast almost everywhere or had some feed everywhere all over the world on Facebook. 
a guy under oath saying Trump was not under investigation, and you still believe he was under investigation. And you wonder why liberals make you a worse person. Because they are liars. They are sacks of garbage. I'm not talking about all Democrats. I'm talking about the institutional left that has no principles at all. Zero. They don't care. They will continue to say, even after yesterday, that the Trump-Russia thing is real, despite no evidence, and it being roundly thrown in the garbage yesterday at the Comey hearings. It doesn't matter. Folks, I have implored you from the start of this podcast two years ago to the audience has become now to understand your opponent you're dealing with. You know, when you go into a UFC match or a grappling match or a football game, you watch tape on your opponent. Why do you watch tape? Why do you do that? Because you want to understand their patterns. Right. When they throw a jab, sometimes they follow it up with a left hook rather than a right cross. Chuck Liddell used to do that. He used to pamper his people with like a wide left jab. He'd get them open and he'd hit them with a right cross. Watch the tape. You'll see it. Watch his left hand. Watch how he he peppers him a little bit with light shots. He opens him up, boom, and then he hits him with the right cross. That was his power punch. The Iceman used to do it all the time. Watch the tape. You'll see it. Why do people watch tape? Because they want to detect patterns so they can react to them. Understand the left's pattern. Their pattern is not honesty. You have to stop asking why they do what they do. Why? Why are they lying about the Trump thing? Because their pattern is dishonesty. Dishonesty to drain the political bank accounts of their political opponents. They don't care. If you're playing by rules, rules that require honesty. In other words, you're like, well, we're not going to, you know, we're, we're not going to. We're going to assume the left's going to tell the truth about the Trump thing. So when the, you know we'll be prepared for that. You're you're <laughs> you're playing the wrong game. Right. They're going to lie about it. You have to call them out for being liars and hacks, even though it makes you uncomfortable to do it. What do you want them to do? You want to let them lie? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? We have to yeah. play by their rules. If they're going to be liars and hacks, we have to expose these people and use the same mockery and and tactics they use on us. I'm sorry they're not ethically upstanding all the time. There's no alternative. It's frustrating. Again, liberals will make you and the country a worse place. They have no problem doing it. Mm. All right. More, a couple more takeaways from this. We've now figured out conclusively that Loretta Lynch, the former attorney general under Barack Obama, was a total political hack. Um, I don't think that was a mystery to anyone. No. Hold on. It's another sip of coffee here. Some of you may be enjoying your morning coffee with me. I make pretty good coffee, by the way. Self-praise stinks, but I make it really strong. You ever come over to my house for coffee, be ready. It's like super high octane. Good coffee. So Loretta Lynch is a total hack. Uh, Jim Comey basically un- undressed her yesterday in the hearing, I mean, completely, and said what she, this was just an, an, an unbelievable accusation that Loretta Lynch insisted on calling the Hillary Clinton investigation. By the way, don't you find a hint of irony in this that Jim Comey acknowledges her, there was actually, which most of us already knew, there was an actual investigation, criminal investigation into Hillary Clinton's email thing. <laughs> there was an actual case open, like a criminal investigation. Yeah. There is no investigation against Trump, yet the left will still insist the Trump-Russia thing is real while the Hillary Clinton thing is not. Although Comey under oath admitted, which we already knew that there was a Clinton investigation, but there was no Trump investigation. Loretta Lynch asked Comey, which made him uncomfortable apparently, and this guy, I mean, gosh, does this guy have any guts? I mean, when was he going to, listen, thanks for your service to the country. Uh, I I get, I mean it. I mean, uh, Jim Comey, I mean, I don't even get this guy at all. 
Loretta Lynch asks him to call it the matter, the Hillary Clinton investigation. Call it the matter. Don't call it the investigation. So apparently during the during the uh, during the the testimony yesterday on Capitol Hill, Comey says, well, that may be uncomfortable. So say something, man. Right. Have some guts. You know, say something, brother. Say it. Speak up. Loretta Lynch is asking you to use, and Comey acknowledges yesterday, Hillary Clinton's team's campaign language to describe a criminal investigation. Don't call it the investigation. Call it the matter. <laughs> Hillary's campaign wanted that. That was filtered through the supposedly justice's blind Department of Justice. She, she didn't even recuse herself and filtered to Jim Comey, and Comey never stood up and said anything? He's like, well, I wasn't Captain Courageous. Yeah, Jim, no kidding. <laughs> Loretta Lynch was a hack. And and to liberals who still stick by this, please stop embarrassing yourself, please. Loretta Lynch was exposed yesterday as a two-bit political hack who had no business being in the government, no less being the attorney general. She refused to recuse herself and made a... And now, unlike the left, I'm not going to accuse her of obstruction of justice because that's not legally correct. Unlike the lying hack liberals who will still insist Trump obstructed justice despite zero evidence of even a crime. We have evidence of a Hillary crime, and we now have solid evidence that Loretta Lynch got in the way. Now, did she obstruct justice? Legally, probably not. But there's no question that her judgment was horrendous. Call the Hillary Clinton investigation the matter? Are you serious? Loretta Lynch will go down in history by any reasonable observer as a disgrace to the position of attorney general. She has earned every bit of that. Yep. Couple other takeaways from yesterday's hearing. Here are the cowardly moments because he mentioned that he wasn't Captain Courageous. I want to highlight on Jim Comey's behalf. So Comey says that Trump made him uncomfortable in the Oval Office with the request to, quote, hope the Flynn investigation goes away. For those of you who didn't listen to yesterday's show, they had a private meeting. And again, I have to acknowledge that both sides of this. Comey's insisting that Trump told the vice president, Jared Kushner, and the attorney general to leave the Oval Office before he made the request to the FBI director that he hopes uh, the Flynn investigation goes away and that Flynn is, quote, a good guy. Let me just be fair on this. That's probably, a again, I'm not saying Trump did, did the right thing. I'm just saying he didn't do anything illegal here, but that was probably a pretty dumb idea, folks. Let's just be candid. I mean, I, Trump, he, he's... He's a political neophyte, and he's he's failing at the political component of this. You have to keep a witness in the room. You can't do that kind of stuff. It just lends an air of impropriety. Getting past that, it's clear as day from yesterday that, one, this was a cowardly moment by by Jim Comey, because Comey says, well, the request to make it, quote, hope, it, no, not make it go away, but hope it went away. And again, hope isn't a crime. If you hope a traffic ticket goes away, you're not, you didn't bribe the officer as long as you don't offer him money. Right. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, but Jim Comey should have stood up and said something, right. which, of course, he didn't. So that was one moment where Jim Comey's trying to take the high road, but didn't take the high road when it actually mattered. Here's number two, the Lynch thing, which I just talked about. Lynch asked him to call it the, the, the matter. Well, why didn't he stand up and say something publicly and expose the attorney general for being the political hack she was? Oh, because he didn't have the guts to do that either. Uh, there were the leaks where he admitted yesterday. Now he leaked the memo of his account with Trump. He's the one who le- think about this, folks. A classified. Let me take. Let me rewind that. 
a, a at best a sensitive conversation with the president of the United States, which should not have been leaked, was written down. Jim Comey gave it to a, a, an uncleared person to give to the press. Jim Comey's the leaker, folks. Again, another cowardly moment where he couldn't stand up and actually, quote, leak the information himself. And here's another one. Uh, Trump asked him to clear the air on the Trump investigation. Again, there's nothing bizarre here. Trump was not under investigation. Comey acknowledged it to Trump three times. Mm. So Trump, uh, uh, Comey apparently thought, wow, this makes me uncomfortable, but told Trump, oh, I'll see what I can do. So again, if you thought Trump was asking you to do something wrong by just acknowledging the truth that he wasn't under investigation, then why didn't you say anything? Because again, your guy just does not have a spine. The, Jim Comey is all about one thing. Jim Comey. Yeah. Okay, here are three the three requests also made of Comey, and this is important to tie this thing up for you in a knot because this is important. Comey's saying yesterday, three things came out of it. The three requests were made of him. The first one was uh, loyalty, that, that Trump requested loyalty. Trump is disputing this, number one. And number two, I'm just going to make a quick point on this, that if that's the case, that's not remotely illegal. Folks, there's nothing there. Again, Im- improper, maybe um, politically naive, Certainly, especially with a political cat like Jim Comey, who's going to run right to the press at every opportunity and take notes on you. Um, But requesting loyalty from a political appointee, folks, the FBI director is not all. If you hear a liberal tell you, take a note on this, folks. Stop your car, pull over, take a note of this. (laughs) Next time a liberal says to you, the FBI is an independent agency, correct him immediately. That is not true. We would like their work to be independent. That's the goal. It is not an independent agency. The FBI is under the Department of Justice, which falls under the executive branch of of, of the EOP, the executive office of the president. The president is in charge of the Department of Justice, is on the top of the food chain there. It is not an independent agency. It reports to the president of the United States. We'd like their work to be independent, but it's not independent. So requesting a a loyalty, and I don't want to say an oath of law because Trump is disputing this account, requesting loyalty from a political appointee who works for the president, again, politically stupid? Yeah, probably, because Comey's a political animal and it'll it'll make hay out of nothing. But there's absolutely nothing illegal about that at all. There's not, it's not even like grasping at straws illegal. Okay. Number two. So the first request was loyalty. Second request. Flynn was a good guy. Again, Trump hoped the investigation would go away. Okay. Hope is not a crime. Ladies and gentlemen, as the, was it the Senator from Idaho? Was it Reich pointed out yesterday? Has anyone ever been arrested for hope ever or prosecuted? Comey's like, oh uh, no. Yeah. Because this is dumb. Again, improper. Maybe politically stupid. A hundred percent. Jim Comey was absolutely going to write that down. Asking people to leave the room, insane. Comey was going to take advantage of that, too. Trump's got to learn a little bit of the ways up on uh, up on Capitol Hill and up in the White House. He's, you know, his, his asset, he's, he's politically naive, and his curse is he's politically naive. But here's what's ironic about this. He said he hoped he would go away because Flynn was a good guy. Trump ran to the press the next day and said Flynn was a good yeah. guy. I don't understand, like, defending Flynn yeah. and hoping this thing worked out for Flynn. Again, Dopey, maybe. A crime? Not a snowball's chance in hell. Only if you're an idiot or you're a liberal, or maybe I said the same thing twice. Third, this is this is the big takeaway, and I just want to wrap on some. I promise I'll get to that Cato piece, by the way. I know I hate when I tease stuff, but I will. I always get to it. It's just a really good piece. I'll get to it maybe next week, but this is the most important takeaway from yesterday's meeting. At one point, they have a conversation, and Trump asks him to clear the cloud of suspicion over his head 
This is where Comey says, I'll see what I can do. But Trump makes some statements that I just heard for the first time yesterday, and you had better heard them because this dismantles the entire left argument about the Trump-Russia fairy tale, the conspiracy theory. Trump actually requests from Comey that the Trump-Russia investigation go forward if, quote, any of his satellites were involved, he would like to know. Ladies and gentlemen, think about what I just told you for a moment. Even liberals with their their 65-foot thick skulls may possibly be able to understand this. How the hell does a guy obstruct an investigation into Russian interference in the United States election system if the guy you're accusing of obstructing the investigation actually requested you continue the investigation even if it picked up some of his people in the investigation? Liberals, I'm asking you for a moment, just for a moment to put aside your bizarre, insane liberal ideology for a moment and think rationally for a moment. If I'm investigating producer Joe and Joe Armacost requests that I continue the investigation because Joe's not sure if people he worked with are involved in crimes, right? How is Joe involved in obstructing the investigation if he requests the investigation goes forward? Comey said this under oath. How stupid are you? (laughs) Trump requested the information himself. He wanted the investigation to move forward. Obstruction? That's reverse obstruction. (laughs) But it doesn't matter because liberals are literally insane. They're losing their minds over this president. It's 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 amazing, and it continues. You're you're humiliating the entire country. History is going to look down on this moment and look down on this set of nutbag liberals and be like, "This was the craziest group of people in human history." All right. So, he, but it, just to wrap up, here's what happened while liberals uh, just yesterday, while liberals were focused on the Trump Russia fairy tale, which is good. Keep it up, libs, mm-hmm. because again, you just look like dopes every day. The persuader rule. Remember the persuader rule? This was an interesting mm. one. If you were a lawyer working with a company in a union case, then uh, you you had to ba- basically be exposed, your client list and stuff like that. It's called the persuader rule. Uh, yeah. I mentioned this a yeah. while ago. Yeah, I remember. Uh, yeah, we scrapped that. Uh, that's going, the, the rulemaking process to get that thrown out started yesterday. That was a sop to unions, by the way, because they didn't want, basically they didn't want lawyers to work with companies in union cases. The joint employer rule, which basically said if you worked at a McDonald's and a McDonald's like an independent franchise, you could sue McDonald's headquarters for something that happened. It was a joint employer thing. Again, another sop to labor interest that that's going to go away. This all happened, by the way, when you're focused on the Russia fairy tale libs, just in case you missed that, all the along with the stuff I discussed yesterday. Also, the overtime rule, which upped the salaries uh, eligible for uh, overtime to $47,000. Basically, what this did is it made more people eligible for overtime payments. In other words, if if the salary designation uh, pre-Obama was uh, was 20-something thousand dollars, then anybody above that could be considered salaried and wasn't eligible for overtime. By raising the ceiling to 47000 it made all the people underneath that salary level uh, eligible for overtime. It was another stop to unions. The problem was that people were eventually getting fired or transferred to less hours during the week because companies didn't want to pay the overtime. Again, mm. liberals trying to help you, allegedly, but kicking you in the teeth on the way down. That rule's going out the window as well. The persuader rule, joint employer rule, and overtime rule. So all happened while you guys were bizarrely focused on the Trump-Russia fairy tale. 
Kyle. So good luck, Libs. Nice work. Folks, I'll see you all on Monday. Thanks for another great week of listening. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. Get more of Dan online anytime at conservativereview.com. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino.